Welcome to this teaching. This podcast has to deal with the supernatural presence of Jesus Christ in your life. It's time, folks, if you want the answer to take down the devil in your life, you got to put on the whole armor of God. Today's podcast message is called The Armor of God. And it's in His glory and in His presence of His light Does the power of God manifest to defeat the devil in your life? Because you might ask, how is the devil defeated through poverty, sickness, disease, calamities, witchcraft, meditations, the carnal nature, the curse? How do I have the tree of life of paradise that Jesus paid the price on Calvary for me to step back into my body Through zombie-present Holy Spirit, how do I ignite that word to make it my armor like a supernatural barrier of power that the angels of God enforce in my life? How do I put the flame of that fire to encase me in protection as I go through the trials of life? As I go through the chastisement of being freed in the furnace of affliction to know the good. How does God do that? Jesus told you this as it's written. That's how he quoted the word of life from the Old Testament to Satan. He said, get thee hence behind me, Satan. Man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God as it's written. So you defeat the devil through the living word of Jesus Christ as it's written. So as the word comes alive, the spirit starts to manifest that living presence of God. And then nothing is impossible for you as you move in his presence. That's the divine revealing or the great mystery that Paul talked about concerning the church in Christ. It's coming back for a glorified church in his invincible love without spot or wrinkle. That's how you get sanctified and cleansed by the dual baptism, the Holy Ghost and fire. That's how you start your day. That's how you end your day. That's how you live your life. He's trying to present to the Father a glorious church without spot or wrinkle. So when he looks on you through his blood, your sinful man is blotted out. So he doesn't look on your sin in the sinful nature to consume you with his holiness and presence. That's how blessings work, folks. As you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you start to have that eternal glorified presence in your life. You put on the whole armor of God that you be able, that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. You got a cunning adversary, and he works through 
all sorts of different ways. And if you want your conduct of character to line up the living word of God, to have his favor, have his peace of mind, my goodness. Have his love indwelling in you. Have his life in and through you. Oh my goodness. You mean I can have Christ in me? And I can translate my life. My whole character can be transformed into a new creature in Christ. You just can't put this old nature into his new living presence. You can't put the old wineskins or the old wine into the new wineskins. That old life will burst with this because holiness and carnality don't mix. Life and death don't mix. That's why Jesus conquered death, hell, and the grave. And the final victory in your life is overcoming that death through his resurrected presence. In his light is the life of man, the Bible says. So listen to this. I know this is quoted to you maybe many times in the Bible, but watch these words jump out of the page into your soul. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. And here you thought. It was just a little while you having some psychological or emotional problems. Here you thought it was just your diet. Here you thought if you just did ritualistic practices about God and went and sat in the church pew and had some fellowship, you'd, quote, feel better. You know, these are all parts of godliness. A lot of people are ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth to be free in the liberty of Christ because the veil's still on their mind because they can't see this. God wants you to see him. God wants the veil from your eyes to fall off. Like those scales on Paul's eyes after he saw and was blinded by that great light on the road to Damascus when it was Jesus that appeared to him. The manifestation of his power, of his light in, in his presence, where you can see light. It's in his light. Do you see light? Jesus told his disciples. My goodness. So what do you start to see in his presence that you put on the whole armor of God? You can start to see the supernatural dimensions of heaven and hell. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. So if your tongue is speaking life because there's life in you, the sower sows the seed of life. Christ is that seed that if you protect, nurture, and grow, and water, and, and feed, your physical body in his physical spirit omnipresent starts to be lubricated in that faithful aboding as you take on 
the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having all, all you've done, stand. Stand therefore with your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness. Your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking on the shield of faith that you, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. That's how you overcome evil with good. That's how you step in to the supernatural presence of God as you die to self. Unless that seed falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. But if it dies, it reproduces or resurrects what that seed is. Is it life or is it death? Is it, eternal, is it eternal life or is it eternal damnation? Exciting times are at the door here with you folks. If you're hearing this word, I hope your hope is being restored. Because there's only one thing that quenches my soul, and that's, that's the communion of that lightning word of love that just quickens me by the Spirit. That's how God surpasses or overcomes or goes through or quenches or bypasses the mind, the will, the emotion. That's how God takes the four elements of the world, by the way. You know, earth, fire, air, and water. Well, combined in his supernatural Holy Ghost, that's what gives it its life force. My God is consuming fire. Your soul be quenched as the water of life flows through you freely. As the wind blows, like the spirit, as the wind blows where it listeth the invisible manifestation of the Holy Ghost in your earthen vessel. Ignites the God-man and the Godhead bodily and the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Has this been revealed to you? Do you want the mystery of creation and destruction? The creator himself to reveal himself to you? The Bible says, Into whom hath the arm of the Lord been revealed? Hmm. You notice when he was being persecuted and betrayed, they just said, well, you just come clean. Tell me who you are, you know. But he only reveals himself in, the, in sometimes the most mysterious ways. The woman at, at the well of, in Samaria, she was unclean. But Jesus told her, 
You're talking to the Messiah, the King of the Jews. I am he, he said to him. He said that to the blind man after he got his eyes opened through Jesus spitting in the dirt, the earth. I thought man's mouth was full of germs. Well, if your mouth is sanctified through the living word, it's full of life and healing. Combined with the elements and putting the spirit or the anointed touch of God in it, heals and reveals. To get your eyes open. And that veil is done away with. In the reading of the Old Testament, here comes Jesus in the manifestation of the truth where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty and His glory shine forth out of your eyeballs and your countenance changes. He said this to the blind man who is not blind anymore because he testified to the religious. Jesus said unto him, Thou hast both seen him, and it is he that talks with you. Your soul's got to be hungry to put on the whole armor of God to see this, feel him, hear him, abode in him. As he, he and the Father comes and takes up their abode in you. Listen to this. Jesus cried and said, He that believes on me, believes not on me, but on him that sent me. And he that sees me, sees him that sent me. I am come a light into the world, that whosoever believes on me should not abide in darkness. So you got to take on the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. So you mean to tell me if I move in His omnipresent, all-powerful Holy Ghost, the sword of the Spirit or the Word of God or the life eternal or Christ Himself in the Father, one with Him through you, takes down the wicked one, Satan, the evil one, and you quench all the fiery, fiery darts of the enemy. In other words, you repel darkness. Well, that's how Jesus is defeating Satan and has from the beginning of time. And I could go into that from the crucifixion to the burial to the resurrection to the second coming and right now as he's being translated back into you to be raptured in heavenly places. Listen to this. For the mystery of iniquity does already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. So how do you remove the devil out of your religion, out of your marriage, out of your DNA, out of your body, out of your mind, out of your soul, out of your earth? How does the indwelling of Jesus Christ do that? As you're baptized into the Spirit, 
Throughout belief, of course. Through moving in faith. Praise God. But this is a revelational translation into the kingdom of power of heaven. Here is how. And then shall that wicked one be revealed who the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. That's how the, the lightning power of God, the kingdom of God is not a word, but the power of the word. That's how when Jesus said, I beheld Satan as lightning falling from the sky. That's why he resurrected from the dead and allowed them to crucify him. And that's who gives you the power and the authority over all the power of the devil. The flesh in the world. And that's how you resist the devil and he'll flee from you. That's who is the light. That's why you're alive today. And that's where you can find the pearl of a great price. When you come to the light and have your eyes open to the truth and your heart full of healing, love, as you grieve out, as you repent of that old nature, as your sins are remitted, and the sinful man who commits them, the carnal man, you become a supernatural recreated being for the gifts and calling of God without repentance. Steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. I'm going to close with this for your podcast message today. Paul said this in his epistles, Wherefore, put in remembrance that, that thou stir up the gift of God. Your gift is his presence. Now, I know there's gifts of the Spirit. And all those are important, quote-unquote, departments to operate in. Helps, governments, tongues, interpretation of tongues, miracles, prophesying, faith, healings, the ninefold ministry of the Spirit. And the Spirit is given to every man to profit therewith. For the perfecting of the saints, apostles, teachers, uh, prophets, evangelists, and pastors, for the edifying of the brethren and the saints. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. You know, fear, fear is torment. Perfect love casts it off fear. Why? You know, don't be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me of nor of me his prisoner. Because I'm boldly coming to you to tell you the mystery of your way out of bondage into the liberty of God. And that's just the beginning as you come to visions and dreams and prophecies 
So that's why throughout the New Testament, you know, throughout the Bible, actually, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God. Let the power of God saturate your brain right now. Go into the soles of your feet and the crown of your head and let the oil of the lamp of life. In other words, the oil of the, the presence of God is the anointed presence of the Holy Ghost saturating you. You want to won't be healed of your arthritis? Let the Holy Ghost lubricate your joints in the armor of light. Heartbreak. Depression, cancer, palsy, go down the list, Parkinson's, hypertension, insomnia, lack of energy, cowardness. Now, most people's biggest affliction in life is being a coward for Jesus. That's why the righteous are bold as a lion. It's in the boldness of God do you stand up and decree the truth. And watch what God does to your backbone in life in his supernatural presence for you dare having the audacity to tell the truth and to stand and live in that grace and glory and no good thing will be withheld from you if you walk uprightly in this. So listen to this. But be a partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, the gospel of the New Testament, of the new covenant of Christ. Christ in you, this hope of glory. Who has saved us and called us with a holy calling. That's just your reasonable service, living a holy life. but according to his own purpose and grace, which is given us in Christ before the world began. When you really start to find out who's in complete control of your destiny, of this moment in life, from everything that you've ever been through to right now, one flip of the switch to turn on that armor of light. Christ is alive now, friend. Not when you go, quote, there. Heaven needs to enter into you now. But now is made manifest by the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and has brought life and immortality to light through his gospel. Come to the light. Let Jesus heal your soul. Let God be glorified in everything you are or never have been. And his eternal presence will saturate you, will protect you, and will defeat the most impossible scenarios that have ever come in the history of mankind, both now and forever. That's Christ in you, this hope of glory. Behold, I'm alive forevermore. I am the beginning, I am the end. I am the Alpha, I am the Omega. All hail the Almighty. Thank you for listening today.